Welcome to Cards Chat, the friendliest poker podcast in town from the world's number one poker community. Hey, everybody. I'm your host, Robbie Straczynski. Thank you so much for joining me on episode number 103 of Cards Chat, the friendliest poker podcast in town. Today's guest has been working for over a decade on the World Poker Tour, where she is now the company's vice president of global tour management. Known industry-wide for her dedication to advancing and promoting women's participation in poker, as well as for helping to grow the WPT into a truly global brand. On today's show, we'll learn more about her passion for the game of poker, her life off the felt, her future poker industry goals, and of course, plenty more about the World Poker Tour from her unique perspective as its 20th season is now reaching a climax. Angelica Hale, welcome to the Cards Chat Podcast. Mr. Robbie, thank you. Thank you for having me. Wow, what an intro. Even my, like, my mom should just like take notes of this and go, yeah, this is how you describe your daughter. I mean, I, yeah. I get I that. I'm recording this. I'm going to give this to her so she can take a page out of your, uh, out of your book there. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you for saying that. I love that I had the chance to prep before these. I was like, what can I say? It's nice. It's good to start off on the right foot. Thanks for saying that. Uh, and it's good to be speaking with you. We've never done like a full length interview before. And uh, we were just uh, chatting before uh, we went on air of like, you know, the times we got to, to meet each other, but a, a full you know, good hour to talk. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. So thanks. <laughs> thanks for your time. Me um, too, Robert. Thank you. So you're coming to us, uh, you know, Australian accent, notwithstanding. I know that's your home base, but you're coming to us yeah. today uh, from Las Vegas. Um, and in just about two months time, the WPT is going to be staging its season ending world championship festival. Uh, obviously, a ton of effort and preparation has gone into it already. And I know uh, you and your colleagues have already kicked things into high gear. Uh, there's a lot of buzz in the air, uh, specifically the highest ever guarantee, $15 million for a single event. That's the main event. Um, I'm, so to start off, uh, you know, our conversation, what sort of work, you know, now that you're on site again, uh, are you and the folks at Win Las Vegas doing uh, with just a few weeks left until the, the curtain rises? Yeah, I think we are, um, what is it, six days and oh, six weeks and five days away from the yeah. start of the from the uh, start of the festival on December 1st. Uh, I don't know where to start, Robbie. Geez, like where, where you know, it's like. It's like the full global machinery of the entire company is, you know, is a, a, a fever pitch at the moment, uh, you know, making sure. And obviously before I even go to there, uh, you know, it's the first time that WPT has partnered with with Wynn. Oh, with Wynn okay. Las Vegas, right? So, you know, that, that in itself is, you know, is momentous. And, yeah, the fact that... Uh, they uh we were combining forces to have the largest guaranteed prize pool in live poker history is yeah it's no it's no small feat but uh right. i think uh i i think we're we're in a very very good spot mm -hmm. to, to 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 exceed that uh that that 15 mil that's sure. very cool so it's like, what are the sorts of things, you know, like, uh, you know, again, like you guys have been discussing this for a while, you forged your partnership a while ago, yeah. and now it's almost like, you know, like before the, the starter's pistol goes off, you know, you kind of wonder like a NASCAR or something. It's like, so, so what is everyone doing in the pits? What are they talking about? What's like the last team huddles? So, you know, you know, in order to sort of make sure everything goes right and smoothly, like, you know, what's sort of the, the general theme of the discussions right now? 
Yeah, I think it's multi-pronged, um, Robbie. So obviously you need, as I, as I uh, like, one of my favourite phrases at work is bums on seats, right? Mm. Bums on seats. How do you make sure that you have, you know, you have at least 1,531 entries into that field? You know, that's the magic number. Right, to and cover so the guarantee, right? Cover the guarantee. And so I think, you know, the company is very much focused on a lot of those elements. So mm-hmm. we have WPT Global, right? They are a primary um, uh, sponsor internationally. So if you want to play online and you want to come and see us over at the win for the world championship internationally, that's where you win your seat, you know, yep. over at WPT Global. And I think they're doing some crazy ass thing, like giving a package a day or something, yep. something like that, right? Yep. Like, it's like, nah. Right. And eight and, on Sundays, yeah. <laughs> eight on Sundays, yeah. yes. Eight on Sundays, and uh, um, you know that's uh, um, you know obviously a massive focus. And you've got Club WPT, so yep. internationally you have the WPT Global, and then uh, domestically you have um, Club WPT. Sure. And then all throughout the world you have these uh, what we call feeder and final program partners, right? So, um, you know, for example, over at uh, at the Venetian, mm-hmm. at the Gardens Casino in California, uh, Thunder Valley in in Northern California, they're going to be running um, some satellites uh, for us so that, um, you know, their player base can actually win a package uh, from there. And then internationally, uh, our live uh, casino partners, uh, Bratislava, we yep. just... Uh, yeah, I think we've just literally announced that partnership. Uh, I saw bag. the WPT Prime yeah. Festival, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they're you know, they're bloody giving away 10 uh 10 packages there and then um over in Paris, uh what is it? Club Circus Paris. We have uh some satellites going on in there and then so you got Bratislava, Club Paris and um let me see Crown Poker Club in Vietnam mm-hmm. is also doing something like that and in the next Fingers crossed, 48, 72 hours, perhaps we have some more additional announcements cool. for, you know, for that. So, yeah, you know, um, oh, and um, Australia gave away like six packages as well. Wow. So there's all these like, you know, injection of uh, a global ecosystem. That's super cool. That's super cool. And and like, you know, you're talking end of the year event. This is, you know, we said the climax of the 20th season and it's a 10,000. Yeah. It's a $10,400 buy-in event. And, you know, everyone knows not every time Dick and Harry has $10,400 laying around, you know, when you think of 1500, what do you say? 1531 seats, right? 1531. Yeah. Yeah. So to, like you said, to fill those seats and to think already, like, how many hundreds of seats are going to be filled by satellite winners that, you know, also like the pros be like, mm, yum, right? And that's also very good. Like what, what an amazing yes. eclectic kind of field yeah. uh, is going to be showcased. So I'm sure it's going to be a, a very, very spectacular event. Yeah, I think that's the good thing, Robbie, you know, like obviously 10-4 is a, you know, is a fair, um, you know, hike, a uh, fair steep, you know, amount, but with all the partners that we have around the world, I think it makes it, you know, very accessible, you know, for yeah. people like me, you know, who's, you know, I'm not a pro, I'm not, you know, I'm not even going to call myself, I'm literally like grassroots player, right? Like I go to my local club, you know, sure. play some games, there's some tourneys, you know, but to be able to have the opportunity to, you know, to win a package of of of, of that magnitude, you know, it's, it's a wonderful thing. So, yeah, we have... We have lots of awesome global partners that uh, you know shared the same vision. So Very yeah, cool. Much so, looking forward to it. 
Absolutely. So I mentioned in the intro that your title at the World Poker Tour is Vice President of Global Tour Management. So for everyone else in the world who doesn't have that title, can, can, you, give us, can you give us an idea? What are your sort of day-to-day responsibilities and how do those differ before, during, and after the staging of an event uh, at, you know, anywhere in the world? Okay. So I have this very fancy title that you've just said there, Vice President of Global Tour Management. What on earth does that mean? <laughs> I don't think that a specific title exists anywhere else in, in the world, but right. essentially I am responsible for all facets of the global tour for the company, for the WPT. So, um Wow, I don't know. So, for example, I you know I decide the the strategy of the international markets that we enter, mm-hmm. right? So this particular country is looking good. This is you know very um, much part of our you know strategic plan. So you know myself and you know a handful of my senior um, people will go out in the marketplace and start you know speaking with the casinos there um, mm-hmm. you know directly, uh, you know get into the contract stage you know haggle, talk about, you know, the dates, the scheduling is always, you know, right. the, the most critical part of it. Uh, right. Prior to COVID, we had anywhere between 60 to 70 global events. Mm. And I have a very small, dedicated, you know, human beings that uh, that are just, you know, it doesn't matter if you, you know, chuck them in Antarctica, you know, and yeah. they'll know exactly how to, how to uh, execute a world-class, um, you know, poker event. So, yeah, pretty much, you know, everything that you you see and you touch and you hear that is um, under the WPT global events, mm-hmm. that's my purview. It's my, it's my, pur- my responsibility. So, yeah. so how does that change if at all during like while an event is going on? Like, cause you don't, you, you're not always able personally to be on site and maybe you have a staff yes. member like, so, or like the yes. week before the week after, like, you know, what's that period of time like? Yeah. Um, fortunately, even though, you know, we're executing this, you know, uh, this many um, events, I have a core group of, um, I think we're eight at the moment, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of um, uh, global event um, staff and personnel that mm-hmm. literally plans the event from start to, you know, to start to finish everything, you know, the action clocks, how did it get there? The structures, you know, liaising and consulting with um with Matt Savage and, sure. and Danny Donna, right? Um, Andy Tillman, uh, over an American who's now based. I think you might know Andy. He lives uh I think he lives in um Sweden now, I believe. Or is you it may have UK? met once, I don't remember. I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I probably yeah. would have though. I know that name, yeah. that's for sure. Yes, yeah, yeah. He's uh he's a he's an American and um, you know, he married a lovely European lady and now, uh-huh. you know. His family, um, you know, lives over there now. And so really, uh, yeah, it's just, I, I I don't even know how to summarize it, you know, right. Robbie, like I just, you know, it's just all encompassing every, mm. everything, the branding, the, um, the communications, you know, with the casino partners, the mm-hmm. way we communicate to the community. I mean, that's not my department, but you know, that's all, that's all part of, um, you know, hmm. getting that event across. Yeah. Does it, does it ever happen that you guys get approached? buy a casino maybe let's say a new casino opens up in a particular state or country and hey yes. we want to get on board that wpt train like does it happen yes. from that direction as well 
Yeah, it does. It does. I think for, we're fortunate as well that, you know, I, I like to say, um, you know, once you're married with WPT, we like to stay happily married, right? So right. you can see it's just so hard to date. You know what I mean? I It's just, I you know, <laughs> you're going to devote. It's true. You, you know, you, you go into a partnership and this is what it is, right? You go into a partnership, you devote so much of your time, your care, your effort, your affection, like everything about you that makes you 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 put that into the into that relationship into that partnership and you know it's no different if it's in a business sense that is what that's that is what the partnership involves and so you know um do we get approached we get approached all the time um you know but as you can see you know 20 years of uh of of wpt you know the same we have many so many long-term partners there so it's uh yeah it's uh it's uh, as a machinery that just keeps going and going. And then if there's other, you know, new um, casino partners that are interested, you know, mm-hmm. of course, we always talk to everybody. Yep. And, uh, you know, now it's like, okay, where would you like to be in the global calendar? And right. it better align because if it doesn't align, then, you know, what, what can we do? Right. Yeah. So that's actually the, the, the follow-up question. You talked about uh, scheduling is always very difficult. You know, yes. thankfully yes. things are pretty much back to normal everywhere around the yes. world now. Thank God, which is a wonderful yes. thing. Um, yeah. you know, there's obviously your own regular, regularly scheduled stops to consider. And yeah. sometimes things yeah. move around. You know, like you got, uh, you know, Bellagio Five Diamond going on as we speak, yes, uh, you yes. know, and that wasn't always at this time of year. So sometimes you got to shuffle things around the board. Um, so, what other sort of factors go into laying out the yearly schedule? Um, we, as a general rule, we don't like to have uh, events clash with each other, mm-hmm. right? And what I mean by that is it's also based on a continent. Per se, so you know, if if we have let's say um, Bratislava taking place in Slovakia, right? Mm-hmm. It's fine that that is uh, has the exact same dates as Gold Coast in Australia, for okay, example. Right. right. Not ideal, obviously, but it's not like you split your player base and made them. You know, it, it's not. It's um, um, you know, but it is definitely an art and science. That's mm. that's for sure. Right. And, um, you know, fortunately, again, I think we've been very um, lucky in that the same global events of WPT tend to take place around the same time. So you've already built that equity into that calendar. So any person, any person in our industry will say, oh, yeah, that's right. You know, April is normally when Seminole Showdown is taking place. Right. Right. You know, Choctaw is always around May, mm-hmm. you know, over over in Oklahoma. So, you know, we're very fortunate that, you know, we don't have to reinvent the wheel because, you know, right. we've been with the, we've been doing the events for so long that, you know, it's kind of solidified in the global calendar. Sure. But, and uh, of course, you know, all of the casino partners know uh, precisely the A plus high quality uh, that they can expect. So it's almost plug in and play uh, to, to a yes. certain degree. Yeah. Very cool. 100%. 100%. Uh, I'm Call it a guess, call it a hunch. I'm guessing you personally were not quite as busy when you started with the WPT 12 WPT 12 years ago. What made you first decide to apply for that role? I actually did not apply. I oh, had okay. just Yeah, I I haven't had an interview in a very long time. Uh, well, it's like, oh my gosh, I hope I never get fired because I'm so bloody out of like. 
this. I would literally bomb that interview. But um, <laughs> I uh, I was um, uh, I was at Party Poker. Yep. So I started over at Crown as a dealer. And um, I was looking for a job that will um, enable me to combine uni and, you know, earn some living and, and stuff like that. And so mm-hmm. I stumbled upon Crown Casino. I was a dealer there. It was good because I'd work 10-hour shifts. I'd have three days off. Awesome. Life is great. And then one particular year, um, I was um, uh, I was involved with the Aussie Millions. Okay. And so I was the conduit between Crown Casino and Party Poker. And then, um, you know, over breakfast, my then boss said, you know, Ange, you know, what do you, what do you think about Gibraltar? And I'm like, in my head, I go, where the is Gibraltar? <laughs> I can't say that. Because like, I'm like, oh my God, you're like the ignorant Aussie. Like, oh my God, no. I'm like, hmm, sounds very interesting. Yes, yes. <laughs> right. I'm like, I, I, I think it's somewhere in Europe, right? Okay. I, I, I didn't say this during this thing because obviously right. I didn't know being interviewed, but Clearly, you know, I was young. I have no idea how these things, you know, go. But, uh, yeah, I um, over breakfast, I was offered a job and, um, you know, I'm like, okay. To my boyfriend, who is now my wonderful, awesome, better half, packed up our stuff, go over to go over to Gibraltar. But we did, uh, we preferred to live in Spain. So sure. Gibraltar is connected to Spain. So yeah. every day we just crossed the border. It was yep. like a wonderful, wonderful life. And then um, we decided to get married and um, went back home. And then on the way home, uh, Tom Hall of um, of uh, Asian Logic, right, uh, Asian Poker Tour, um, basically said, um, you know, Ange, what are you doing? And I said, oh, I'm going home, I'm getting married. It's like, oh, you know, maybe you want to do some consultancy for us. I said, okay, sure. So I helped out um, a little bit with the Asian Poker Tour. And then, okay, so now, you know, that gig um, finished. I had some other clients and stuff. And then my hubby gets offered a job uh, with Mangus Gaming, with BetClick. Okay, um, sure. Uh, French, uh, French-facing um, um, gaming brand, but you know, located over in the UK. So, yep, we're like, okay, take two, pack up the stuff, wow. go over to London, mm-hmm. and basically, I just said, you know what, I'm just gonna um, be, uh, I'm gonna pop out some kids. Uh, I'm going to be a, you know, museum snob. This is what I'm gonna do for the next couple of years. I'm not doing shit. That's it. <laughs> Oh, there are and some the, great museums in London. They're all oh, free. So <laughs> that's really cool. Oh, yeah. Just fabulous, fabulous stuff. And so, yeah, I, um, you know, we moved there in December and, uh, you know, a couple of months later, like, you know, I'm right on track because, like, I'm a Swiss trained with Japanese efficiency. This is how I like things. <laughs> I get pregnant. I was like, yes, I'm right on schedule. Okay. And a couple of days after, my phone rings and then our then CEO um, uh, Steve Hellas said, Ange, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm just like being a museum snob, right? And he's like, well, you know, there is an opportunity here at the WPT. It's, it's in LA and, mm. uh, you know, we need to start something. And, um, you know, of course, I worked with him when we were both at Party Poker. Right. And he said, oh, this sounds like the job of a lifetime. Like, oh, my wow. God, thank God, thank you, God. But I just found that I was pregnant. Mm. So, you know, and I know what kind of job this is. Like this is building s- 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 every- something 
from nothing. It's right? very didn't, demanding, for sure. Yeah, yeah the, the department didn't exist until until I created it, right, 12 years ago. And so I knew what the job entailed, and I'm just like, it wouldn't be fair to my new employer if they didn't know, you know, my, my status. I mean, it shouldn't matter that I'm pregnant, you know, millions of women are pregnant, able to perfectly be, you know, executives and, and stuff like that, but I didn't think it would be fair on them. So I told them uh, a couple of days later and said, you know, this is a wonderful opportunity. It's exactly what I've been waiting for. But i got to tell you, you know, I, I just found out a couple of days ago, literally, that I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. And there was like a, you know, forgive my pun, a pregnant pause. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> well, Ange, I'm pretty sure they have doctors in the United States. So if you don't mind giving birth to an American baby, then <laughs> let's go. I'm like, sweet. Amazing. Done. Wonderful. Yeah. And then while I waited for my visa, I just got bloody bigger and bigger and bigger <laughs> until I went to LA. I was six and a half months pregnant. And I was like, oh my God, like I I, I can't wait for my visa. I think I'm going to have to give birth in United Kingdom. We were living in London, right? Still. Mm-hmm. So I can't have my American baby. I have my British baby instead, my firstborn. Uh-huh. And we waited. You know, it took a year. And then uh, and then finally I go to uh you know, land uh, in, at LAX, and you know that's where we've been for for the longest time since 2019, 20, 2020. So, just, so get this right. Yeah. So, uh, I finally got my dream of like the second baby is American. So I have a British baby. I have an American baby. Mm-hmm. Awesome, fantastic, right on track. Exactly what I planned. Beautiful, and. Um, you know, I we had no we had no immediate family there, right? So right. obviously, my job, you know, Robbie, like you know, half the time I was in you know in airplanes and everything like that, and you know, it was just it was just my husband, and mm-hmm. um, I think you know, it just as the kids grew up, grew older, you know, we just needed that um, you know that that support, you know, sure. the emotional support the you know the the support of family and friends we just you know we had the friends but like nothing beats you know free childcare from your grandparents and your brothers and sisters right confirmed so, yes yeah <laughs> that's for sure right yeah so in um we landed back in melbourne in um january of 2020 right just and on time yeah <laughs> i'm telling you i think there's some one that likes me up there or whatever uh-huh. right? to believe in and stuff because the, I didn't even think that I called for that one time, but it came because mm-hmm. obviously, you know, six weeks later, the world had completely changed. And yeah. I don't know if you know this, Robbie, but, you know, Melbourne was like the most locked down city in the world at the I time. I'm aware. Yeah. yeah. 264 bloody days of like the most stringent, like I could not go to um, uh, shopping for groceries or, or anything like that. Wow. It has to be within five kilometers of my home. Mm-hmm. What's that? Yep. Two two and a half miles, whatever yep. whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. I could go out for an exercise for an hour each day, but you know that's it, right? I mean, it was just it was just really really tough, mm-hmm. you know, particularly on on, on Melbourneians. So, um, yeah, so I have been living in uh, in Melbourne, you know, ever since. That's really yeah. that's great, and and what I mean, obviously, pandemic notwithstanding, like you're able to have that support that you had hoped for as far as family and, and friends and stuff close by? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. My mother, my in-laws live literally about two minutes around the corner. So, oh, like, wonderful. I get, like, a daily, I mean, it's just amazing, right? That's like, great. my 
my in-laws, like I'm just so spoiled. The kids are just like really thriving. My mom and my brothers are there. Just like, you know, you know how it is. Nothing sure. beats, I do. beats family, right? And but. so, you know, thank God for, um, you know, Mr. Adam Pliska because he has enough faith and and trust in me to, you know, to handle a uh, a global tour yep. that is uh, – 14 hours direct flight to the left or to the right, wherever you're facing, <laughs> right? And uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's interesting. I mean, you're like, you know, nowadays it's a little bit more common that you don't, one doesn't necessarily need to be in an office. You could kind of work remotely from anywhere. Um, I tell you, like, yeah. Right. And so I don't know exactly the time difference between, uh, I guess, you know, Irvine, you know, in the you know, Pacific yeah. time and, uh, yes. and Melbourne. I don't know exactly the time yeah. difference, but. The, yes. To what degree is your schedule kind of wacky? Yeah. yeah, it's pretty wacky. So I try to keep uh, as close to Pacific time zone. So oh, wow. in uh, it's tougher for me when it's their summer, which is my winter, mm. because I think that the difference then is 17 hours. So I my normal typical day would be like I get up at like 4 a.m. my time, which mm. would be about, I want to say, midday. Um, their time so I have a good you know chunky you know six hours but obviously that plays real havoc with uh you know with the east coast right right so you know I have to you know really really be mindful of of, of the time zone differences and stuff wow. but I think you know Robbie if there's anything to be said about the the pandemic it's really that because I don't know if you know Obviously, it's one thing to I, when I was waiting for my visa and I was building the department. I had to wait well, in London, right? It took a year, so right. I built, started building that department. You know, with, even when I was offsite, so maybe that gave me the, um, you know, the the the, the real confidence to say, and you know, you you did this freaking twelve years ago. Like, what difference does it make? It's just, you know, it's just another thing. But obviously, we were in. I was. It's it's a very different um, circumstance, right? Sure. You were building something twelve years ago. Now it's like morphed into this, like you know, you're in five bloody continents. Right, you know, it's a juggernaut. Yeah, global events. Like, okay, like you know, what this is going to look like? And then I think you know, with COVID, it really taught us that there are certain jobs that you could really just do from the comfort of your home, and as long as you have good internet and yep. you know, God for Zoom and you know all the other. Uh, companies that I have no stocks or shares that uh, <laughs> I missed the boat on that one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, you know, it, it's made it's made it's made possible, right? Yeah, that's good. So, uh, yeah. Let's dial it back just a little bit. You mentioned you were at Party Gaming. You mentioned you were at Crown, and you said you were a yeah. dealer there. Uh, a yeah. lot of folks, you know, around that time, including myself, um, when you started to get into poker, uh, you know, fifteen to twenty years ago, that sort of space. They got in as players and they decided to become pros and maybe later they moved on. Um, and you yeah. said you do play, you know, recreationally for fun. What made you decide, hey, I want to get in on the industry side? What's exciting about the poker industry to you as opposed to, you know, being the person, you know, just always buying in, shuffling chips yes. and, you know, yeah. being a tournament I pro? Yeah. I quickly found that I was a complete fish. Like I just, I just <laughs> And this, you were blessed with many things, but poker playing is not going to be your forte. So, you know, keep that recreational and stuff. And I think at the time I was just, I was so enamored with traveling, right? Mm. I think as an Aussie, you know, our nearest neighbor to the right is New Zealand, three hours from me. And then the nearest neighbor to the north is, bar, you know, is, is Indonesia, 
Yeah. Right. I mean, that's literally it's so extreme because our Australia is like what the size of continental United States. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, I think, you know, being, you know, not having like responsibilities, like I didn't have a mortgage, we didn't have kids, you know, I just had, you know, my my then boyfriend now, my then boyfriend then and you know, my hubby now and uh-huh. and stuff. we were just like it just it was just an adventure. Mm. Right. And it's Europe. Oh my God. Like, oh my God. Like get on a plane and you know. 40 minutes to the right, you're in Italy, right? Yeah. An hour and a half and you're a freaking, you know, Finland. Yeah. I mean, it's just how how else, you know, why would I not, you know, take that opportunity? So mm. it was love of it was love of international travel, you know, paid for by somebody else. Right. Just say no to that. I mean, gosh. Right. That's it's so it's so interesting because you like you said, that is the dream job. And yeah, you know, world poker tour, global stuff. It really is wonderful. And you know, all of the shows as well, you showcase all of these amazing places, yeah. uh, you know, outside of the casino. And, you know, again, just to remind, I can never say it enough times. I'm sure, you you know, you're shaking your head. You agree. Every time, wherever it is that you're going, whether it's a one-off, you know, you got to play in this main event or I want to see Choctaw, whatever it is, go outside <laughs> the casino, see what's around. It's like yeah. such a great opportunity to see what's out there in the world after, you know, either you win or bust out of your tournament. So yeah, it's so important exactly. to do that. Um, yeah. No, you were asking me before about like some of the, the, the factors that comes into consideration. And I think you, you there's something there that you just said, right? Mm. It's the locations that also matter, mm. right? So, you know, world-class facilities, exotic locations, you know, that's that's part and parcel of the dream, yeah. right? That you know, most people, you know, when they play a tournament, you know, probably don't walk away with any cash or anything, yep. but you want them to be left with an experience, mm. right? And just go, okay, right, you know, I didn't, you know, I, I, I busted, I didn't, you know, win any cash, but, you know, that was pretty cool to go to, Seminole. That was pretty cool to go to Vietnam or Cambodia, right? All those types of things. They definitely, uh, they definitely come into play when you know when 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 I solidify the the global footprint. That's yeah, for sure. It's, it's you know it's it's almost like you you read my like literally that word <laughs> is in my next question. I'm going to read the question word for word now just to illustrate. So I mentioned I'm psychic, mate. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm a little bit psychic. <laughs> so I mentioned that it. So I mentioned in the intro that you've been instrumental in helping to grow the footprint of the World Poker Tour, literally, word for word. So I wanted to know, uh, you know, in 12 years, you know, looking back on what you've done, maybe you can kind of give us like a highlight reel or some bullet points of what you feel to be your your greatest achievements thus far in your role. Oh, gosh. Ah, like in terms of location... I mean, when when you that, look back and what gives you perhaps the most pride of like, hey, you know, because oh, of what I did, that's happened. Oh, I, I I definitely have to put Australia in there, not because I'm Australian, right? But man, I freaking tried so hard to get into the country. I oh my god, so many times tried to like knock on doors and you know tried to do partnership. We think we're gonna do a partnership then. You know, something happens at not the right time, you know, something. And then when they were ready, we were not ready. It was just, you know, it was just, uh, you know, it's not it's not for lack of, um, you know, not for lack of trying. But mm-hmm. uh, Australia definitely, you know, is a is, is definitely a, a feather in my in my my little cap. You know, that one I'm especially proud of. And maybe it is because I'm Australian. I felt the pressure. 
Like, Ange, <laughs> like, you could not get your freaking home country in that global map. Are you serious? You couldn't add that freaking fifth continent, you know, <laughs> I mean, sixth continent. If it wasn't, if, you know, if, if Antarctica wasn't so bloody cold, we'll also be there. Like, you couldn't get this. I tried. I felt the pressure. And, uh, you know, it took, uh, you know, fortunate, I don't know uh, if you know Danny McDonough, uh, you know, we're all, we're both ex-crownies, yeah. uh, you know, from Crown Casino and stuff. And, uh, yeah, he, uh, you know, he was the, the missing ingredient that uh-huh. pushed it over the line. And so now we have a, uh, a multi-year agreement with the Star Group. So yeah. they have multiple properties in, you know, world, world-class resorts. I mean, billions of dollars, um, you know, spent on their, uh, world-class facilities in, in multiple states in Australia. So yep. we're going to be there twice a year and, wow. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. huge. How did you settle on the Gold Coast being the first? Because like everyone thinks, you know, like you mentioned, the Aussie Millions and, you know, everyone yeah. knows yeah. about that one. And yeah. when it was announced, I was like, oh, the Gold Coast, that's interesting. Yeah. So how did you yeah. settle on that one being your your first foray into the land down under? Because firstly, if there's like Gold Coast to us is like the if you married Florida and Hawaii, you get oh, the Gold wow. Coast. Wow. I mean, that's. That's literally, I mean, we don't have um, a location around the world that is like, what, 400 meters down the beach. I mean, you can literally see the ocean from the casino. I mean, Uh oh, my God. I, you know, talk about the locations, those things, those intrinsic things that, you know, it's very hard to say, oh, my God, this is valuable. But, you know, having having an opportunity to be in a world-class resort, high-end, you know, facilities, stone's throw from the beach, I mean, I'd got to be that bloody stupid not to you know not to have a crack at our first event there so yeah very cool that's, uh you know that's where we were so you've mentioned that this has been your dream job and yes if i if i asked around among my friends and i've got a lot of friends and uh you know mm-hmm. i'd be hard pressed to find anybody that hasn't had at least two or three jobs over the last 12 years yeah, what keeps you so excited to to keep showing up at work every day? Oh, mate, it's ah, uh, it's WPT is a is a company that you know. I mean, I think it's well known in the industry that it's um, you know, we have like this ethos, like we call, you know, it's a family, right? But not the hallmark kind of like kumbaya, you know. Let's, <laughs> I mean, that's also nice, but family in terms of, like real family, right? Mm. So you sit next to each other, thanks. Giving, but you know you're all you know you 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 have your differences. You air it out, okay, fine, all right. Let's you know clink glasses. It's it's done, right? So I I like that there is there's something about that um, that dynamic, you know, that really really appeals to me. And again, you know, I I, I can't sing enough praises for you know for Adam right mm. it's such a it's a massive global brand right when I first started like I was, I was saying like it's a dream job like you know as a, as a poker fan like I'm thinking oh my god oh my god I got a job at the world poker oh my god oh my god oh my god right I'm gonna do something that you know that, that I'm gonna create something that doesn't exist like oh my god and you know bloody wake up you know this is a dream <laughs> You know, and, um, you know, to be given the autonomy, you know, the independence, right? He's so, you know, he just trusts his people. You know, it's such a huge brand, global brand, but it's so flat. The the organizational hierarchy, mm. right? It's Adam and his vice presidents and then, you know, the people that, that, that you know, that support the vice presidents. 
you know, it's, you know, I've worked, you know, um, when I was younger in, in some companies where, you know, like you got to put your hand up to, you know, to, you know, it's extreme, like not to go to the bathroom, but like, it's right. just so, you know, it's, it's, it's very um, hierarchical. Mm-hmm. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, in WPT, it is the complete opposite of it. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I think you'll find a lot of WPT lifers, right. Once, once yeah. you're in the family, it's very hard. You know, it's just almost impossible to, you know, to leave and, mm-hmm. um, you know. It's yeah. beautiful. And I have to like, just obviously outsider, but I've witnessed it. Uh, you know, I've been on the bus uh, on the way to uh, you know, the WPT roast that happens every once in a while. <laughs> I've been at an event and I see like a, you know, a little mini quick huddle meeting taking yeah. place. And, you know, yeah. yeah, it's like what you're saying is the absolute truth. I can only imagine, uh, you know, what's like being inside that circle, but uh, it's yeah. definitely the truth. You definitely get that family vibe and that is not yeah. something you find uh, at every company. Yeah. That, that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the good and the bad too, you know what I mean, Robbie? Mm-hmm. Not just, I said, like not the hallmark, not the kumbaya, yes, that comes too, but there's a degree of honesty and there's a degree mm-hmm. of like, you know, I, I'm in a safe place. I can say something and not feel ridiculed you know yeah. i i can throw 20 crazy ass ideas on that board and then people will say well okay maybe that one's too much of a crazy ass idea even for you Ange. but like you know what about this let's go refine this what you know what i mean it's 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 a it's a very much a, a nurturing environment so it's beautiful I've, I've, I've got no plans. And yeah, I, plus I told you, I'm going to suck at my job, my next job interview. So I better hang around. <laughs> so uh, at the end of the day, uh, the world poker tour, it's unlike uh, all the other big uh, companies in the industry. You guys are a, a showcase of the game and we've almost oh, overwhelmingly, yeah. we see no limit Texas Hold'em tournaments. And that's the game that you guys broadcast and promote. And it makes sense. But slowly but surely, I've been paying close attention. You see these little added extras. You see a little pot limit Omaha. You see some cash game. Uh You have some ladies nights. Uh, Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about innovation uh, at the World Poker Tour? Like when you talked, you know, you touched upon it just now about like ideas, brainstorming sessions, that sort of thing. You know. Yeah. How often do those things happen? Because like you said, there's. You know, you can throw it back. You know, 2023, we know we're going to have A, B, C, like so much stuff is built into the schedule. What about those brainstorming sessions and, and types of innovations? You know, where, when, how often does that type of stuff come up? And and I'll well, even throw in, and what's the craziest idea you've ever heard that has not yet come to fruition? Oh, oh, I'm not going to be publicly saying <laughs> some, of my, some of my and our crazy ideas. Oh, my okay. God, yeah. It'll, uh, I think it's a combination of many things, right? That's a, that's a very good question. So I'd love to be able to say, oh, yes, every month we have a dedicated time where we put forward ideas and stuff, right? I mean, there's, there's times that like, that are like that, but more often than not, it's, it's organic, right? It's like, it's, it's, it's spontaneous. It, It could be as easy as like, um, you know, we're planning for the world championship and we've been planning for the world championship for bloody years. I'm mm. telling you, right? Like even if we didn't uh, know the final harm of, of the world championship, you know, this has already been in the cooking in the books, right? Because 20 years is 20 years. you got to plan for that, you know, years, years before 2022 happens. For sure. And then so, you know, um, it, it's, 
it's a combination of spontaneity inside the inside the um, inside the company, but also our casino partners, um, mm. Robbie. You know, it's you know people forget like there is no WPT if there's no first and foremost the players, right? They are literally like the heart and soul of of what we do. But the casino partners, right? We can't have a WPT if the casino partners, you know, aren't aren't on board. And so a lot of the innovation that you're talking about, you know, that happens, you know, simultaneously a lot of the times with the casino partner, right? Senior partner looks at their uh, their player base and goes, oh, yeah, you know, this particular market loves heads up. Oh, it loves PLO. Okay, right. Let, okay, let's go and do it, right? Okay, nice. you know, put that on the schedule, you know, type thing. Um, in terms of, uh, you know, something very much dear to my heart, you know, the women in poker, I think, um, you know, that is, that is something that... Uh, that is very meaningful, you know, to me, and not just because I'm a woman. Or because I think I think of it of as a, in commercial terms, right? Like you got to be a dumbass if you don't want to cater to 51 percent of the demographic of the world. Yep. There's more women, right? Okay, yep. there's more women, but okay, how do you? And I'm not just talking about putting bums on seats, like getting the ladies to come and the women to come and play, you know, um, inside a casino. There's so many ways to consume poker. Right. And that's why I think most people, you know, I, I get a little bit um, not uh, upset is not the right word, but, you know, it concerns me a little bit sometimes where people say, oh, it's only four percent that, you know, play, you know, in a casino. But there's so many ways that that uh, a human being can consume it. You can watch on television. Right. Another part of our success, why we've been around for 20 years. Right, we're on linear networks. We're on OTT networks. Right, like you, you buy a, a Samsung TV, you turn it on, bang, you know, there's WPT. Right, like Pluto TV. Right, like we're the number one rated show, you know, on, on that particular platform. So, you know, you could be a viewer. What about the clubby? Right, what about the clubby from you know from Florida and from California? Right, that you know doesn't you know that wants to be able to you know fire off ten thousand four hundred dollars, but perfectly happy to you know have his club WPT membership you know every month and have the opportunity to fire off a bullet you know at uh, at World Championship or you know Bellagio yep. you know Seminole Showdown you know all of those types of things. So there's so many ways, and um, you know even my mom who you know knows you know nothing about poker except she. You know, she knows her daughter's somewhat involved in that one. You know, she'd walk around with her little hoodies, you know, branding WPT or, you know, whatever else. So there, there's so many ways to consume it and be a fan of it. It's not just, you know, playing, um, you know, in brick and mortar casinos. Yeah. You know, online is definitely, you know, a big component for us. And now that we've got, you know, WPT Global, I mean, yeah. you know, that's 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 the next evolution for us, you know. Cool. All those players, you know, being injected into the live poker scene. Yep. I can't stress that enough. It's going to be huge. So uh, to that point, uh, you know, one of the tangible, one of the many tangible things everyone knew that uh, that you were, you, know, you kind of spearheaded uh, back in 2018, the WPT Women's Summit at uh, Park West Bike, yeah. uh, the bike uh, bicycle casino. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. you know, since that time, you know, from where I sit, a lot of steps have been taken very much in the positive direction. I, I kind of feel like, I don't know, there was almost like at a turning point in a very positive way, like a lot of buzz, you know, so many women's groups yeah. on Facebook and new, yes. you know, organizations forming a lot of good things. I and mean, when I sit down at a table, you mentioned those percentage figures of like 
typically how many women usually play. And I say to myself, wow, wouldn't it be great as someone who plays if I would always sort of know on average, there's like, I don't know, one third of my table is women, you know, like, which is, you know, 33%. Like that's almost incredible to think of, but like to know that there's always going to be two or three women, no matter what, like, that's nice to have a little bit more balance. How about from your side? Where, what would you like to be like, oh, that would be really nice if we could get to, you know, X type of point. Well, you know, as I said, I don't, I don't want to look at it through the, that, one particular lens, um, you know, Robbie, I think, you know, you mentioned uh, the Women in Poker Summit that we hosted at the Bicycle Casino, right? I mean, that was a real uh, turning point for us, right? Because there's, as a as a player in this industry, and I don't mean like a, I'm a pro right, player, but just right. a person, a human being in this ecosystem, right? You have like ideas of like, you know, what could potentially move the needle. I happen to be a woman that, you know, is a, a demographic that, um, not just because I'm a woman, but like I'm also a recreational player, right? Like, how do you cater for women like me? Like, you know, most of most of of that ecosystem is made up of not of pros, but of of grassroots players like sure. myself, right? A hundred percent. So, you know, the, the the challenge was like, okay, well, how do you how do you you know how do you what do you do? Um, so you have to go to the community and ask them, hey. What do you reckon is going to, what do you guys, you know, what do you women like to see, right? So that summit was such an eye opener because we had ideas there like, you know, bankroll management, like, you know, could we have like a sponsor that, you know, just, you know, bankrolls a lot of, a lot of the women, you know, we had this particular idea of like the, 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 the weekend women warrior, right? Mm. The WWW, right? People like me, I don't have, I don't have bloody five days to play in a tournament. Like give me something like a quick sit and go on the weekend. Like I'd fire a bullet there or a bus and I fire another one and then that's it, right? Like I'm not, you know, it's not, it's not taking up too much of my time. So all these initiatives all being talked about and, you know, that happened August um, 2018 and then, you know, and then bang, you know, reports were done, you know, started reaching out to the casino partners. Hey, you know, Bogata was on board, Commerce was on board, Gardens was on board, you know, Bicycle Casino, all these, all these, um, you know, casino partners that we have, they were starting to look at more ladies tournaments, right? Specific initiatives that um, caters for women. So for example, if you happen to be at, let's say, Bogata, right? Bogata was looking at like, you know, discounted um, amenities for women, right? 20% off for the, for the nice. spa right? 20% of the, you know, the merchandise, like all these things. Commerce was going to do this, um, uh, a dedicated learn WPT seminar, right? Yes. To, to encourage more women. So all <laughs> these initiatives like we're being planned, it takes a while, right? And then just when we're starting to hit the stride, <laughs> just when we're about to like really roll out some big guns, that little thing happened around the world. Yeah. Which shall be, which shall go unmentioned. So, right. Coming out of uh, coming out of the pandemic, we were like, man, like you know, it's our it's our twenty year anniversary. Like we gotta do something big. Like we gotta do something because I feel like we were robbed, really, truly. Mm. And so we're like, okay, well, what do we do? So I'm like, well, how about let's do a ladies championship, but bloody televise it, right? Live stream it and freaking make it like a championship, right? So bang, there you go. I don't know what else we can. I mean, it's a significant uh, investment on our part, uh, you know, for sure. But, you know, put your money where your mouth is, you know, 
let's go and do it. So it's, yeah, it's going to be great. What's the official date? December, was it? December 17th? Oh, uh, 16th, so 16th, 17th. And then the, the final table is, uh, you know, will be over at, um, on the 18th. Amazing. So 16th, 17th, 18th. So see weekend, right? Three days, right? We chucked in a. Um, uh, I don't know if you uh, if you saw the announcement. Um, Jamie made the announcement. Jamie Kerstetter made the announcement that we're going to have a ladies meetup game. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a freaking monster. Yep. Uh, you know. So yeah, it's uh, we've got lots of lots of plans. And I think there's um, also even satellites into the ladies event as well. Yes, of yeah. course. Yeah, I'll I'll try and cop- I'll, I'll try and satellite in, but you know, at the end of the day. <laughs> Yeah, nice. I'm going to be dead money anyway, so it's fine. I'm happy to contribute. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I know one thing. I got to throw one stat at you, and I'm, I'm this is what yeah. I'm very proud of. It's like, uh, and it just happened to be originally. And I'm like, I want to make sure we we keep to this. That uh, of 103 guests thus far on the Cards Chat podcast, we're averaging around a quarter, 25 percent, who have been women. So that's something I'm very happy about. You know, we're trying to do our part. Uh, you know, at least have. Uh, uh, some sizable representation on that front, and thank yeah. you got uh, you know oh. wonderful guests to fill in, which is great. That's wonderful. That's yeah. awesome, Robbie. And I think you know, I think all of us have a part. You know, not everybody has the platforms, right? Not you yeah. know, not everyone has you know your your um, public persona, your public reach. Not everybody is a you know is a is an executive at a at a company that can move needles. But all of us can have a you know a, a small part, even like the, you don't care about it, right? Like I don't know, like. Be nice to the human being on your table. Yep. Don't miss you much. Absolutely. You know, but that could be a, a pleasant experience for my sister and my cousin and my grandma. I don't know. They might fire another bullet or, you know, keep playing donking off their cash to you. <laughs> you know? Why it's a, it's positive EV for everybody. Absolutely. Let's you know? <laughs> look at it from that point of view. Um, you you mentioned the, the notion of family. It's obviously, obviously it's stitched into the very fabric that is the WPT. But let's talk just for a moment since you mentioned, you know, your boys, uh, family away from work. What are your some, what are some of your favorite things about being a wife and a mom? Yeah, I, <laughs> that sounds so bad. I actually love being like that sporting mom. I never thought I would like, you know, the most un- unpaid taxi driver, Uber driver, Lyft driver, I actually love that. I, my That's boys cool. are very, um, very athletic boys, and uh, you know they play two sports in a given season. I don't know; they're just crazy. But uh, you know, uh, I love driving them to to training. I love watching them, you know, play whether that's basketball, footy, you know, soccer. Uh, I think my hubby is trying to get them into jujitsu, so that's oh, wow. going to be different for me because I, I you know, that one-on-one sport has always been a team sport. So, yeah, I, I, I surprise myself because I, I, I love the freedom of just like being there on the sidelines and just going, yeah, go for it, come on, and not just my kids, but just like seeing little human beings, you know, <laughs> do their best. It's yeah. just, it's so grounding. It's just, just reminds you that it's like, yes, you know, you can do multi-million dollar deals and everything, and it'll give you, you know, that glow and that, you know, that that yeah, you know, that's I did that, awesome. But, you know, seeing your boy do a three-point shot, I mean, yeah. oh, my God. Like, you sit there and go, oh, my baby LeBron. Oh, yes, that's my <laughs> baby LeBron. You know, that, that sort of stuff. That's know? awesome. Um, yeah, I, I, I um, you know, I, uh, I, 
I, I thrive on those things. And I think, you know, not enough. I can't give enough. I mean, I give credit to, to Adam, you know, for for giving me that that opportunity, that trust, that confidence. But man, Robbie, I, you know, I I was not blessed with poker skills or, or anything like that. You're not looking at the next, you know, poker champ. Well, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> but, you know we're in the uh, in the partnership stakes in the you know in my better half oh mate I I got the bloody jackpot on that the nuts on that. oh <laughs> yeah but the absolute stone cold nuts like yep yeah, yeah I just yeah read it and weep that's it I mean, <laughs> yeah you well, know that's that's what I got how about when you're not working or being you know the active mama what about Ange time. What do you do for fun? What are your, you know, hobbies, passions when it's just, and it can really let your hair down and enjoy yourself a little bit? Uh, I don't really have an edge time. I think the closest <laughs> one would be like, uh, I've, I bought uh, uh, okay. House of Dragon book. Okay. So I had a crack at that. I had a look at that. Yes. You know, uh, the Witcher series. I also had a crack at that. So I think for me, books, you know, I was, um, I was a poor kid, right? I, uh, you know, single mom, um, you know, work, you know, many jobs to put food on the table and stuff for my, myself and my brothers. And so books for me were like, literally like, you know, the passport, right? Mm. Like, yes, look at this. Oh, this is what Italy looks like. Oh yes. You know, this, this, this sort of stuff. So I think every, even from a young age, I think this is why, I thrive in this environment, right? Mm. Like it is, it is a childhood dream to, you know, get on planes, see different cultures, you know, eat different things that I have no idea what it is. But, you know, we have a rule in my household. You've got to try at least something once. And if you don't like it, then that's fine. But you've got to have a crack at least once. Sounds very familiar to me. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's like, how do you know you won't like it? Yeah. yeah. Tried it. That's right? true. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, and me time is literally, yeah, yeah books. And, um, yeah, it sounds a bit boring, doesn't it? But Not at uh, all. No, I, I have very similar also. Like some, I, I'm, I'm very fortunate. I have uh, the Sabbath at the end of every week where I forcefully yes. and I disconnect from everything online. Uh, so, you know, yes. no emails, no TV, nothing like that. And, yes. you know, it's like, yes. well, then what do you do? Right. So it's like, well, yeah, yes. that's the perfect time to pick up a book yes. and just jump into that world. And sometimes when yes. the Sabbath ends, I'm like, I don't want to get back to my phone yet. I'll, I want to stick with this book. I'm reading a great uh, Jeffrey Archer novel right now, actually. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. Okay, I like you. Oh, yeah. It's a good, good, really good story. So um, I'm enjoying yeah. it. Um, and you were one of seven women shortlisted for the nomination to the upcoming class of inductees for the yeah. Women in Poker Hall of Fame. The ceremony is going to be right around that time, uh, mid-December, yeah. uh, you know, when you have your ladies week and you have a big ladies event. Yeah. Um, obviously, yeah. you fulfill the criteria for induction, and I wish you the absolute best of luck uh, with your candidacy. Um, thank you. Um whether or not you end up getting enshrined this year or in future. I mean, it's a given that it's going to eventually happen. So just a matter of when. Um, your commitment to the poker industry, your voice as a proponent of the advancement of women in poker, it's only going to get stronger. Uh, it's a very beautiful thing. It's something you know we need in this industry. We need more of and you know, a shining example to others. So my question to you with all of that preamble why uh -huh. do you believe that it's important to have uh, a Women in Poker Hall of Fame that exists separately from 
the Poker Hall of Fame that we're that we're aware of? Um, I think it's always good to have representation. Mm. You know what I mean. Um, I think you know kudos to Lupe who founded it. Um, you know many many years ago and and stuff. I think that uh, you know the uh, the uh, the Hall of Fame. Uh, you know that's that's going to be. You know, you look at the who's who of poker uh, in general and stuff, you know, I think I'm going to be like, you know, a billion years old to even be, you know, nominated, you know, for something (laughs) along those lines, right? So I I think, um, you know, supporting the Women in Poker Hall of Fame is like very important, Mm. Uh, you know, having that, you know, particular um, class and group of people, uh, you know, to to give their moment in the sun, to give shining light to it, and you know, highlight those, you know, the efforts of those women. I think, yeah, I think it's, you know, I think it's a very, it's a great thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, for the same reason that we have, you know, seniors championship, right? Like, why yeah. do we have the seniors championship? You know, why do you know all the, all of those types of things? I think I think it's I think it's very important. So. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Good answer. I, I, and- my, I'm flabbergasted. I tell you what, like I'm just like, <laughs> like you know, I, I I saw it. I was like, oh my god, like really, like I have no poker game. What is this? And then and then of course it's it's your contribution to, you know, to the to to um um you know to the women in poker, you know, in general. So, yep. but yeah, look at look at the bloody list, mate. Like, geez, <laughs> Vanessa, Jennifer Tilly, Liv. Harry King. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a Cara. magnificent seven. That's uh, it's one of those. It's one of those lists, like you said, just to be nominated. Really, I mean, like that. That is pretty damn cool. So that, yeah. that's a very cool thing. Uh, yeah. You did I mention. My name, like, it's, that's my name there. Look at that list. That's freaking <laughs> fantastic. And you mentioned uh, Lupe Soto, of course, I got to mention, yes. I believe she was episode number 50, pretty sure, uh, here oh. on the Cards Chat podcast, if anyone wants to hear more about her wonderful story as well. Yeah. Um, I've got one more question of my own for you, and before we move into the community questions, um, okay. you know, I will end off, try to try to end off on a big one here. Uh, the current 20th anniversary season of the WPT it's one, you know, like you said, you know, you kind of, uh, you had this pandemic get in the way. Okay, time to pull out all the stops. You've got yeah. Andrew Nimi and Brad Owen and Doyle oh. Brinson and Steve Aoki, everyone's ambassadors yes. and representing the brand. It's huge. You rebranded the, the company logo. You've got WPT <laughs> Prime. I mean, there's, there's so much. And of course, you know, as we started off, you've got the $15 million guaranteed WPT yeah. World Championship. So my last question is, the unofficial uh, motto of the company is something Adam loves to say, the best is yet to come. Uh-huh. You've already done all that. What could possibly yet be best to come in 2023? Could you give us a little bit of a inkling or oh, maybe a preview? Oh, we've got something cool this. And if you can't, uh-huh. what would you like to, to see uh, next year? If you can't tell us something concrete. Yeah. Well, Robbie, I am feverishly working on uh, the season twenty-one schedule. Uh-huh. Uh, I think uh, in a in a perfect world, you know, we'd like to announce the the schedule as much of it as in its entirety. Mm. But uh, you know, I think I'm going to do it piecemeal. I'm going to do it like January to June um, first, and then you know, probably fingers and toes crossed, maybe announce this, uh, you know, in, in a couple of weeks and, and stuff like that. Cool. Uh, I think you can be pleasantly surprised by some additions to the, uh, 
to the global tour. We're going to some places that uh, we've not been um, beforehand. That's pretty uh, cool. Okay, know, beefing, beefing up some of the uh, the, the old stalwarts that we've we've got. So Gotta throw some darts at the map. Nice. Okay. <laughs> We're not going to Antarctica. It's too bloody cold. I okay. Like, <laughs> not going there. That's for sure. We are not. But uh, yeah, I I'm freaking super excited, mate. I there's a there's a lot of things there that um, I think will will really resonate with um, uh, with the global community, and uh, yeah, excellent. You know, and, um, you know I, I don't think it's necessary to always innovate innovate every year every year. I think it's important to do that, but you got to also make sure that you know the foundation is you know super strong. Yeah. So that you can build more things on top of it, and I think, um, you know, I mean, this this world championship, it's gonna be, it's gonna be like nothing like the 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 world, the poker world has has ever seen. So, mate, I'm freaking stoked! I like, I can't wait! I can't wait! I Six weeks looking, to go. I am looking forward to being there myself, hopefully, and seeing you yes. there and uh, witnessing it all from the the front row yes. seat. Ringside um, seat, my mate. Yeah, well, we've got to change gears as one does uh, at the poker table as well. Now we move to the segment okay. of the show where we turn to you guys, our Cards Chat community. We want to see what questions you want to ask our guests. And just a reminder, we've got a dedicated thread on the Cards Chat forums for this. So as we announce who our future guests will be, please be sure to send in your questions. And the first one comes from Gutshot Gus. Uh, Gutshot Gus wants to know and uh, says as follows. Um, oh, first, a very sweet thing. Uh, it looks like you're poised to do some great things, and I think that poker in general and the WPT are better for having you. Thank you, Gutshot Gus. Um, and Gutshot Gus wants to know, will there be an increase in WPT-supported charity events over the next five years? Yeah, I, I think I think uh, you know that's that's definitely on the cards, Gutshot Gus, because we have uh you know we have the WPT foundation um you know that actively works you know along along those lines and so therefore i think i mean we just uh we just did a collaboration with Dan Smith um a couple of days ago over at Resorts World for his oh. double up drop so nice. i know, didn't know um, you guys were involved there that's cool yeah nice. Yes, yes, yes. I love Resorts World. Great place. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, love Resorts World. We Mm -hmm. did the Aoki Jam, you know, over there. Um, Obviously, Dan Smith, you know, a huge fan of his. He's a a Champions Club member. um, It's taking place around, you know, the – the event that he won many years ago, the five diamonds. So yep. that kind of, you know, made a lot of, um, made a lot of sense. So, yeah, I think, I think you can expect a lot more of those um, efforts to come from, from WPT and the WPT foundation. Excellent. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Acid burn FX uh, as Matt Savage. I know he's listens to all of our episodes. Uh, one of our, <laughs> one of our creative question askers. Yeah. Um, this is an interesting one. Have okay. there ever been any players or incidents that have given you stress during a WPT event, how did you deal with challenging situations like that? I don't think they're looking to name any particular people, but more of like, you know, eventually there's got to be fires that come up, event, you know, once in a while. I am not naming names. I am not naming <laughs> locations. I am not doing any of that. That's fine, of, of course. No, we are, we are, we are not. Um, I think one of the ones that's it's not controversial or anything, but there was one year where um it was Bogata and it was like the Bogata Winter Poker Open. And I'm telling you, mate, like the freaking hailstorms, the mother of a hole. 
like oh, winter right. storms. It was just, you know, I mean, it wasn't polar vortex then. I don't know what right. you called it back then, but like, yeah, we, people were snowed Blizzards, in, yeah. under, couldn't get to the event. You know, people like, huh. there were, like it was kind of like really, really, you know, um, you know, super scary, you know, mm. type thing so you know that's not controversial but you know it just gives you like pause to like go you know you can't really take things for for granted mm. and um you know um safety you know i mean you you always want to go to a place where you feel like you're safe but if you can't even get there i right. mean you know that's you know that's 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 fairly interesting but yeah i mean you know you, you you're in an environment where you know lots of you know Alcohol can be consumed, you know, there's, you know, things going on left, right and center, you know, just life. Yeah. You know, okay. Lots of those types of things. We'll yeah. do one more from Acid Burn FX. Um, if you had a personal flag, Ange, what would be flag? on it? A personal flag. flag. A personal flag. Yes. What would be on it and why? <laughs> I want to find out who this acid person Me is. Like, I'm thinking, oh, <laughs> I really do. I, I do, I do. I'm going to investigate this, but my that is such a that is an interesting question. Well, firstly, it'll be um, colored red, red okay. or black. Those are my favorite colors, red and black. Um, what would it have? An emblem? I don't know. A bloody <laughs> the sun? I don't know. Okay. Right. Oh, that looks. Hmm, I'm trying to see this as a. As, yeah, I, I I see it as a black and red. With the with the bright massive golden sun right hmm. smack in the bloody center. Nice. That would I like be that. that would be my my flag. I like it. Yeah. Okay. And why the yeah. sun? Because everything gravitates around it. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. Very good. Okay. With it, without it, we are nothing. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chica Bonita uh, is our next Chica question Bonita. askers. Uh, oh, I like this. This is great. Um, and you have a very small team. How do you cope with such like a voluminous amount of work with such a small number, relatively speaking, of full-time employees? My, I have, if I could clone these human beings, right, <laughs> I, the world would be so much better, right? We have Kathy. I'll tell you where they live too, so give you a flavor, right? We have Kathy who just who lives in Vegas. We have Sam who lives in Missouri. We have Anna who lives in Florida. Hillary who lives in Alaska. Uh, Madison who lives in Alabama. Let me see. Uh, Anna, Pinky, both Floridians. Who am I missing? Kathy and Sam. Keta who lives in Irvine but is currently in Latvia. Oh, wow. uh, okay. you know, uh, she's spending the like the month there with her family and stuff. Mm -hmm. And because we all work remotely, it's, you know, perfectly, right. um, you know, okay. And, um, Danny who lives in an airplane, uh, at the moment, <laughs> he lives in Manila. I think he is. Yes. He lives in a plane. He's practically homeless, that man. And, uh, Matt Savage, right. Who lives in, who lives in Vegas. But, uh, you know, I think that's, that's the core team of my particular department and, you know, the beating heart of, of everything that we do around the global tour. And, um, 
yeah, they're just phenomenal. I, I have no idea. I literally like how do you how do you do that many events mm. to the quality that you know that it is produced in no matter what bloody continent you're on? Like how mm. do you do it? Because you're because you have very unique, very special, you know, human beings whose DNA it is just it's imprinted. You you can't you can't um force it. They're just made that way. They were yeah. born that way. And thank God that I happen to call them my, you know, my my family members mm-hmm. over the WPT because without them, you know, well, that, they're not going to get this product. That's for sure. I am very fortunate to have met most of the people you named, and I can uh-huh. confirmed also just uh, very special yeah. people, hardworking, professional, but also that I love is. Just a, a love for poker, uh, something that I share. And uh, when you, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter how good you might be or how skilled at a particular job, for for it to work within the poker industry, you have to love poker too. And yes. uh, those people absolutely do. Uh, more power to you, to them for you know making them part of that family. Um, yeah. Yeah. One yeah. more from Chico Benita. Have you ever participated? in WPT tournaments or maybe employees are not eligible to participate in events. Yeah, I actually played the last time I played, I think was a ladies tournament over at Bogata. And I mm-hmm. think I played with Jennifer Newell and, you know, a couple of, um, you know, other, other ladies. So if I'm in town, um, you know, I would love to, you know, donate and contribute you know, to, to, to the actual, um, you know, to the price pool. Cause that's all I do. I basically donate there. Right. And I have so much fun doing it because literally <laughs> I, you know, I, I think of it as pure entertainment, right? Like when I have the time to do it, I just want to sit there and just chat. There's not even just the ladies tournament, even like the cash games, you know, an open cash game, you know, my, my favorite, you know, one, two, two, three, you know, those types of, those types of games. And I have my Campari and soda, or my red wine, or my gin and tonic, or whatever else I might be partaking, maybe all of those the above <laughs> one, in one particular sitting. And I find it very relaxing, you know. And, uh, yeah, so I play cash games. I play tournaments, you know. I'm awful at both, but I love it, and I don't care. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> cool. Very good. We've got uh, three more members of the community, two of whom I don't know before. So that's really good. So we'll get to uh, one of our regulars, Crystals. Uh, this is a really good question. Crystals. Um, oh, okay. I like this type of question. So the WPT has been around for a very long time. What do you believe is the biggest mistake that has been made that you guys learned from and have you know done something about? Ooh. Biggest mistake. Biggest mistake. I don't know about mistake, but opportunity. <laughs> I would say, you know, uh, a missed opportunity, and we quickly rectified that, right? Mm. So I've been with the company for 12 years, and it wasn't until 2017, 18, right? So there was a big chunk of time that I've been with the company, and I never looked at at the women in poker stuff, mm. right? And I, I, I feel you know it's, it's not a burden. Um, I didn't, I, I didn't see it for what it represented, right? Because most people would look at it and go, "Oh, you know, of course, let's go inject more women into the ecosystem." Duh, of course, that's a freaking you know that's a no brainer, right? But to look at it through the lens of commerce, of business, of economics. 
right? Mm. Because if there's a, a particular demographic that could increase just the livelihood and the um and the sustainability of an ecosystem of an industry why are the why the hell aren't you bloody talking to that particular group right yep. and you know, it's 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 a missed opportunity all those years because why did why did i take so long to to look at that you know particular opportunity right it took ages and you know because maybe i just looked at it as like well you know, as I love to say, you know, I don't care if you're like a blue smurf or a purple oompa loompa, right? Like you're a bum on seat. You're either a bum on seat in a casino, you're a bum on seat playing Club WPT or WPT Global, or you're a bum on seat watching us on tally or on, on your, you know, mobile phone or, you know, Samsung TV, whatever it is, right? So, you know, why why did it take so long? So, you know, I... You know, now that now that like a big massive wake up call, like now that's you know that's the focus. But I, I think it's if you are part of this industry, it is incumbent upon you to try and do something to grow it. Right? I'm not saying go out there and you know be proactive. Not everybody you know has the interest. Not everybody has the capability. Not everybody has the influence or the platform. You know, not everybody is like that. You and I are very fortunate, um, Robbie, that we have those types of things. But you know, anything that you can do to make the you know playing experience as pleasant as possible, whether that's online or in a brick and mortar, uh, you know, hosting, uh, you know, premier nights of WPT or any other poker show that you happen to love. I mean, yeah. that's all, you know, it doesn't even take much effort, right? It's just, you know, you're doing your own bit. You're not even think you're not even thinking that you're doing your own bit, but you know. It is, it is moving the needle, you know, yeah. for our game. It has to be sustainable. has to grow. Absolutely. Uh, we've got time for people like me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Red Boy 23. Red Boy. Red Boy okay. 23. Thank you very much. It's a name I don't believe I've ever seen before. So thank you so much for submitting a question for, for Angelica Hale. Uh, and Red Boy 23 wants to know, what do you consider your greatest achievement thus far for the advancement of women in poker? I think this one coming up in December, you know, if I have to nail one particular thing, I'd like to think of it as a journey, right? The narrative, you know, there isn't one thing. It's all the little things that account to big things, right? It's the daily talks that you have with the casino partner. Hi, mate, you know, what about chucking a, you know, a, late, a ladies' tournament? You know, what about doing a ladies' meetup game? You know, what about a discount for the women coming this weekend? What about a Learn WPT summit? All these things that is so small to many people requires a lot of thought, care, and affection for, mm-hmm. for what you what you want to what 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 you want to do, right? And so you do something like that, um, you know, it culminates into something. But if there is a specific one thing that, um, you know, that um, we're especially proud of, it's got to be that December thing. Good stuff. Yeah. You're definitely getting me very excited to watch that. That's very cool. Very cool. Um, And our last one comes from, I love this name. It's a wrong username. What a great name. Wrong user. Wrong username? Wrong username. It came in. This is our last question. Came in last moment. Um, So thank you for submitting one. It's kind of a biggie. Um, And what is your vision of future WPT events? My vision. My vision is to have as many bums on seats at those global events. No matter where you are in that continent. You want to go to Cambodia? 
I want to go there and set freaking records. I want to smash the casino record. I want to smash the country record. Those are the things that, you know, that is, that is the, that is the vision, right? Right. No matter where we plant the flag, bombs the red, on the red and black out. flag with the sun, right? <laughs> and a WPT logo. There you go. <laughs> yes. That's exactly right. right. I might have our designers put something like that on the <laughs> It might be an interesting color scheme, that one. Yeah. Right. And maybe next time uh, we have you on the show, we'll have that flag as your background as well. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. I'll send, who's you, sent. I'll send you something uh, on the post, Robbie. I'll awesome. do that. <laughs> Thank you, everyone who sent in questions for Angelica Hill. Again, a friendly reminder to everyone out there in the Cards Chat community. We want to see you submit your questions. And again, thanks to those first-time question askers um, for our future podcasts, guests in the dedicated thread on the forums. Guys, please be sure to give us a good review on iTunes and spread the word via your social media channels if you like the show. Ange, before we let you go, is there anything else you'd like to tell the Cards Chat audience? I uh, thank you for the opportunity, Rob. It's always, you know, awesome to, you know, to catch up with you and, uh, you know, to the to the global community. We hope to see you at the Win Las Vegas in uh, in in December. You know, three televised events: the Ladies Championship, uh, the Prime Championship. You know, eleven hundred dollars. You know, really caters for the grassroots people like myself. Uh, we have the High Roller. Right, for all you nose bleeders out there and, uh, you know, the world championship. And, of course, you know, everybody's bloody favorite, you know, these days, the darling, the sweetheart of the poker world, the mystery bounty, you know, that is going to go off, 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 off the charts. And so we hope to, you know, we hope to see you there. We have a couple of meetup games. Uh, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to get in trouble from our marketing and PR media department by blurting it out here but you know we've got some freaking massive ones that uh you know you 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 need to be there physically present to partake so we hope to announce that um you know very shortly but yeah hope to see uh as many of you around the world as possible and uh yeah have a crack at that 15 mil very exciting. Uh, Angelica, thank you very much for joining us once again, uh, for joining us. And thank you all for tuning in once again yes. to another episode of Cards Chat. I'm Robbie Straczynski. You can follow me on Twitter at Card Player Life. I wish you all a wonderful day. Cards Chat, the friendliest poker podcast in town from the world's number one poker community.